Hello and welcome back to the Your Plate podcast. This is where nutrition meets positive psychology for busy parents who often need it the most. I'm one of your co-hosts, Maya Goodka, and I've got with me... Hi, I'm Artie. And today we're going to be talking about the art of meal prep and meal planning. And this is part one because we've got lots to say on this topic. So today we're just going to focus on the why of meal planning and why we should even bother doing it. And then also some really practical things about when and how you can start building this into your lifestyles you a lot of you probably already do a certain amount of meal prep and meal planning but what I really wanted to address was you know the the kind of the myth around you know prepping and I don't know how many of you have seen sort of social media posts of people doing all their beautiful meal prep on say maybe a Sunday afternoon and then they present all their beautiful boxes of food all perfectly packaged and looking great and and that's lovely but you know for busy people who've got more on their plates than just you know their meal prep for the week to even get to a place where you're prepping like that you actually need to have done a certain amount of pre-planning you need to be motivated to do it and for a lot of us busy parents Sunday afternoons are really not the time when we're going to be in the mindset where we're willing to commit an hour or two to doing meal prep and we'll probably have some little kids at our feet so really we need to start shifting you know our ideas about when this is viable um, and then the other thing is that we you need to have your ingredients ready so you need to have done some forethinking around that so just what we want to do is really take everybody through that process of getting yourselves to a good place where you can start you know sort of preempting you know your meal plan for the week and, and and scheduling that in and the first thing is just to remind us all why it's worth even doing meal planning um often initially our clients say i don't have time for meal planning and obviously this is a bit of a vicious cycle because we would say that it actually saves you time it also saves you money arthur you had a great stat on that yeah well apparently you know the research is showing that you can save approximately 40 percent on your food bills if you're um, meal planning and so for an average family of four that's spending approximately 60 pound per week which seems a bit low but that is the average that is actually a saving of nearly £1,200 annually, which is a huge sum of money. Yeah. Um, and then off the back of that, you're, you know, you're less like... And the reason you're saving money is you're less likely to pick up sort of last-minute items. You're more likely to have less um, wastage as well because you've planned the meal, so you're going to have less food, you know, things that are in your fridge that are going off and things that are going out of date. And often kind of quick convenience options and ready meals are often more expensive than actually cooking a meal from scratch. However, having said that, I do, re- do recognise that there is a place for um, healthy, convenient options from time to time, but just not as a daily kind of staple in your family's um, meal schedule. Yeah, and I guess it's, it's whatever works for you, but it's about being intentional about that. So, you know, figuring out, you know, when when in the week you're going to best be served by having something more convenient, etc. Um, and so so Arthi's given us a couple of the reasons why it's it's really beneficial. So we, you know, we think it can enable you to eat more healthy food get and also get more enjoyment out of your food because when you've planned ahead uh, to meet your personal sort of needs um, from your meals uh, you can often preempt some of your preferences as well and have really nice things to look forward to and one of the really interesting things in our 
masterclass was that people, a lot of people did engage in meal planning because they had small kids. Uh, but then when we asked them, you know, what, how do you plan your own meals? That's when they were kind of more drawing a blank. So they were doing this for their families, but they weren't necessarily thinking about what they needed in their meal plans. And so that's what we want to start building in here. The final thing I want to mention is around uh, the paradox of choice. And uh, I don't know if any of you are familiar with Schwartz, who discusses the paradox of choice and how actually having too many choices, you know, affects our happiness. Um, and by doing a, a good amount of meal prep and meal planning, we kind of know what's ahead of us. And this enables us to diminish the amount of choices that we need to be making. So we're not standing in a kitchen, you know, at 5.30 p.m. or 6 p.m. thinking what what on earth am I going to do um, you've kind of got all of that set up so you're re reducing the amount of decisions that you're having to make in that tired busy depleted moment um, and you're setting yourself up for be better energy like that so these are some of the reasons why we we think it's you know really important to what or why it is so important to um, meal plan in terms of the, the practicalities of this amidst busy working lives and busy family lives, let's have a think now about, you know, when it's viable for you to um, meal prep a meal plan. So as, as mentioned, the whole concept of, you know, often people talk about Sundays as being a good day, you set yourself up for the week. If that doesn't work for you, let's start thinking now about, you know, which, where are the times and pockets in your week where you are motivated to, to get some prep in? And we actually want to break it down as, as small as, you know, if you've got two minutes. And a lot of us do have two minutes to do some prep because we often mindlessly might be on our phones for a good three, four minutes at a time. So could you switch one of those? scrolling breaks for a bit of prep you know to prep your snacks for the next day for example mm. did you want it yeah you want to yeah I've got there? a couple of examples of where I try to sort of take advantage of small windows of time that yeah. I might have um, so for example in the morning um, if when I'm getting the kids um, when they're having when they're having breakfast I like to cut, I, while I'm making their pack lunches I'll also cut some extra um, usually in their pack lunches I'll have some kind of cucumber sticks and carrot sticks and things like that and I'll cut some extra for myself so I'll just be trying to think about right well I'm making their pack lunch right what am I gonna you know mm. how can I what in their pack lunch yeah potentially can I also have so like the carrot sticks are really good if I'm washing some grapes or fruit mm. berries strawberries I'll put out their two tubs and I'll put out my extra tub so I've got my fruit quotient for the day set up so it's just kind of thinking about making extending the making the most of those opportunities to you know of course yes you know preparing stuff for our kids but also right where do I fit in with the meal planning as well exactly. um, That's great. so there's another window and another really good one that we discussed at the masterclass yes. was soaking grains and rice yeah. that doesn't take any time at all and actually often soaking them is a really good idea um, for two reasons one it often means that the the whole grain the rice or the lentil will cook quicker so you're going to be saving time on that front if you've soaked it for one or two hours. And also, actually, especially with lentils, lentils contain something called phytates. And phytates can sometimes, um, for some people, um, be a bit irritating on the gut. Yeah. And so actually, if you soak them and... Um, Get, it gives an opportunity for the phytates to come out of the lentils and you can wash them off and then when you come to boil them put some fresh water in them so there's a dual benefit of doing that and that doesn't take any time at all a couple and, of minutes and yeah. preferably you know in the night before in the morning so that when you come in you can boil them or you know however yeah. but just uh, you know there's small windows of opportunities really try and take advantage of them really 
That's great, exactly. So, so we we what we want to encourage today is thinking about your two minute preps. You know, we're going to start there, and you may already be doing other things that require more time. But we want to start building up from what you can do with two minutes. The second thing I want to talk about is scheduling. So, I think there's been a lot of talk about you know scheduling exercise so people have got a little bit better about maybe putting into their diaries when they're going to exercise some people see personal trainers so that's already kind of scheduled or if they're exercising with other people that provides accountability so I want to sort of extend that concept to your meal prep and meal planning so a lot of you will be in the habit of managing your diaries and you will have meetings and you will have various things that need an amount of calendar planning and so when you are in those periods of doing that type of planning and you're booking in meetings when you're thinking about your week ahead your day ahead that's an opportunity for you to say okay well when am I scheduling in some meal prep and once it's on the calendar it may then if it's on your electronic calendar it may then come up as a reminder on your phone but you've built it in just like you would build in any other important um, uh, appointments that you have. So my one one of my tips is you know, think about when you can actually fit this into your schedule. And just by doing that, you're probably going to, you know, double, triple the chances of actually getting some meal prep done. I think um, one of the opportunities a lot of my clients are doing, you know, kind of do their grocery shopping online. Yeah. So actually what I like about online shopping is, number one, you're less inclined to be picking up stuff, you know, <clears throat> bog off deals when you're kind of yeah. going to the supermarket but one of the other really good things about online shopping is obviously before you do your shopping online you are going to have potentially have an idea of the sorts of meals you're going to be cooking for the week ahead so actually at that point that you are doing the family grocery shop I'm hoping that most people are thinking about the three four maybe five meals that they're going to be cooking for the week ahead so that is obviously the perfect opportunity to be think to, to be meal planning at yes. that point just you know whilst you're doing your grocery shop uh, so there's a bit of a trigger there so when we think about habits we want to kind of attach our habits to other things that we're already doing so you know the chances are that we are going to have to at some point somebody in our household is probably going to have to do some grocery shopping every week and so what a lovely thing to be able to just attach that to an opportunity to think ahead for your meal plans so that's fantastic so spend some time thinking about when is great for you so Arthi and I we we love Mondays uh, because Sundays don't work for us with small families and in my case I have uh, my cleaner um, will do an hour of food prep for me so she's not cooking but she's chopping up um, vegetables she is soaking some stuff she's boiling some quinoa she's boiling some brown rice she's getting loads of stuff ready that make it so much easier for me at five o'clock when I then do a um dinner with my kids and that's just how our Mondays work um, and you have a similar my, yeah my Mondays are very similar actually yeah. similarly I, I, I have my cleaner do sort of chopping onions um, chop, peeling some potatoes soaking some rice stir frying tofu we tend to have quite a bit of tofu in our house um, yeah very similar actually okay. and that's that's fantastic and so another thing that we discussed at the must class and it and it was controversial and we knew that it, it you know people have different takes on this but just want to talk about the economics of outsourcing here so we we just i put out there that often you know the the outcome of not meal prepping properly or meal planning is that gets later on in the week and people are ordering a takeaway or they are you know reaching out for you know snacks that are more expensive because they haven't sort of prepared them and actually once you start factoring some of those costs in to your weekly budget or your monthly food budget it can it can often really tip it over the edge and so the the challenge I put out um to to the masterclass was 
you know, I never, it's really, it's really tricky thing, isn't it? We've both just discussed, you know, that we have a cleaner and not everybody does have one or can have one or whatever. So, you know, this is, this is one of those tricky areas, but putting the question out there for you that if you, you know, could, you know, think about your, the entirety of your food spend, could you divert some of that resource if you're struggling personally, because a lot of us, you know, do not have the extra time to be doing this. Could you divert some of your money towards um, having help um, in, in that prep you know other people in your household so you know uh, you, we, we, you know discussing with your partner who's who's doing what on the f- food prep so that it's not you know one person's responsibility so just thinking about you know how you are going to allocate the various prep that you would ideally like to do um you know uh, across your household so those are the some of the things um to think about in terms of when um and hopefully that's a bit of food for thought for you um in terms of how you might get yourself doing a bit more prep you know the more the more you do the more you might enjoy it and reap the benefits and it will be a you know a really positive cycle uh, yeah, yeah. One of the um, things about uh, one of the quick wins I find um, is actually making extra dinner. So you can take that. You can have that for lunch. Um, I think a lot of people do that, but it's quite a nice reminder to just double up on what you're cooking. Yes, exactly. And it just makes, you know, you can just have leftovers for the next day for dinner or have them for lunch. So that's another good yeah hack, i think for meal planning so arthi you're now getting into the how which we're actually going to keep for a whole separate podcast because this you know produces so much discussion there are so many options of things that you can do for good uh, meal prepping arthi's given you one example uh, which is you doubling up on things that you're already doing so you you know you've already got the setup cost of doing that cooking or that chopping and you know you just use that as an opportunity to always make extra uh, but she's got loads of other great tips including you know having a top five list of speed meals which she'll share with you um, and we'll do that in another podcast um, but I think we're going to leave it there for now we wanted to keep break this down get you started um, and if you think you know there's room for improvement on that then we would love to hear you know what you've got you know what you've got started on um, and we're going to keep this episode a, a little bit shorter um, and so now we're going to move on to our loves of the week Okay, so my love of the week is um, flavouring water. Obviously, it's hot and we're drinking loads of water and I love drinking water, but sometimes you just need something to jazz it up. So at the moment, um, I'm really enjoying putting some cucumber slices in my water. It just gives a nice, delicate cucumber hint of flavour. Um, and you can also use mint. And actually, the other day, I put some pomegranate seeds in, but I did have to slightly mush the pomegranate seeds to get some of the juice out of them, just to give a bit of flavour to the water. So I've been enjoying that on um, on the during this heat wave. Mm. Am I? What's been your love of the week? Yeah, well, we've you've slightly stolen mine as well because I was going to talk about we have got a lot of mint in our garden. It's kind of a bit like a weed; like it's literally taken over everywhere. And this is one thing that the kids really get involved with because my little three-year-old loves cutting. So he would literally chop off all the heads off all the flowers if he could. But with the mint, he's actually got something that he can, you know, cut for us and put in a basket. Then they, in in a a plastic um, container then they actually wash it and we've been using it we've I've been using it in salads um and they my daughter and my husband love making mint water and then they put that in the weekends they put that in the fridge uh, and they really enjoy it. I think they put watermelon in it as well mm-hmm. so it's like watermelon and mint um, water and I've never cared for f- flavored water but I've really started especially with something like I think the watermelon gives it a real sweetness mm-hmm. and then it's all filtered using just like a tea um 
filter uh, but it, it tastes really good so we've got really similar ones we're I obviously know. feeling the heat right now exactly. with watermelon our... is a lovely one watermelon and mint is such a nice combination in fact you can make the most delicious watermelons like coolest drink so just take the seeds out and then just whiz it up with some water and add the mint it's up it's so refreshing and delicious so that is another one do you blend the mint yeah you can just stick it put it in a blender and blend it all up the mint and the watermelon not too much mint though because it can get a little bit stringy if there's too much okay but it is so refreshing so yeah um, yeah Yeah. all over watermelon in the summer yeah we need refreshing things right now Mm. don't we fantastic okay so that is the end of our quick part one on the art of meal prep and meal planning and we will be back on this topic uh, in a few episodes time thank you for listening and we look forward to connecting with you next time